welcome. My name is Alonda Carter and I am the Recovering Hunbot. And this is season two of Hey Hun, You Woke Up. This podcast is brought to you on 10 different podcast platforms, including Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Anchor. The video version is on YouTube. Today, I am chatting with a former Hun who was able to make it to the top 1%, not just one company, but two companies. She is a nurse by profession, and thankfully, she stepped away from the world of MLM. Please welcome Connie to the show. Connie, thank you so much for joining me today. I've been really super excited to talk to you because I know that you hit it big with Modare and Modare. You know, I recently did a video on them and it's like, man, what a slimy history. And that's just like the nicest way I can put it. But what I would like to hear about, and I think my you know viewers would as well, is to hear the story of like, you started out, you joined MLM for whatever reason, as we all have, you know, that had been in it. I myself was at a low point, and most people usually are. Where were you at? What did you join? Why did you join it? How did that go? And kind of like take me through that little story about your initial experience with um, multi level marketing. Okay. And thank you. Like I said, when I first realized, hey, I think I might be a hunbot. <laughs> You're one of the first people that I, I found on Instagram and, and the podcast. And it was really helpful for me to really be able to research information on the other side, right? Outside of MLM. But I started MLM in 2015. So I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for 30, almost 31 years. And at that point in time, I was at a really low place, emotionally, physically, not good, needed to lose weight. Saw somebody from that I went to high school with posting on Facebook. She just seemed happy. She looked awesome. And I'm like, okay, I need some of that. So really I joined mainly for product. I needed to lose some weight. I wanted to feel better. What happens really fast and what happened really fast there is that when I signed up a customer I was invited to one of their meetings. So it just turned out they had a meeting fairly close by where you could meet some of the top leaders. And I went, and it was a lot of law of attraction, personal development. I didn't know what law of attraction was at that time, but what I saw seemed to be a lot of people that were very happy, very supportive, people that were at their lowest, lowest points, you know, sharing their story. Now they're a millionaire. So I was sucked in, not really because of money, but I was sucked because of, I felt like I needed a purpose. I didn't know what my, my point on earth was. I just lost my dad, you know, and you have all those questions. So that's how I, I really got pulled into it was the, the personal development and community tribe portion of that. So it, it quickly escalates to the recruiting then. <laughs> Doesn't it? And what, what was the first company you were in? Isogenics. Isogenics. Oh, yeah. I think I've done a little bit on it, but I haven't done a lot. And so how long were you in Isogenics? I was in Isogenics in 2014 and I left in 17. Okay. So yeah. you, you gave it some time and what quote unquote level of success did you experience when you were part of Isogenics? 
I didn't really have a lot. I mean, I, I did have some customers, probably more customers than recruits. I probably just personally recruited less than 10 people. I did recruit some, but it just never, it never went anywhere. And, and during that time, I just thought, okay, I'm new. I didn't feel comfortable with like cold messaging people that just felt weird. And so I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe I'm not meant for this recruiting thing. I, I truly thought in it to help people, you know, I can help people feel better. And so you have this conflicting, like, okay, I'm, I'm helping people, but then no, it, it feels like I'm trying to people. <laughs> you know, to get them to buy something or join the business. So it was a battle. And, and of course you're told, well, you know, you have to leave that, that bit of thinking behind and, you know, it's up to you to make a difference. And, you know, if it's not working, yeah, something you must be doing wrong. I had no idea about income disclosure statements, no idea uh, only, you know, a low percentage of people were successful. Yeah, I didn't either when I joined. And like you, I mean, I wanted to help people. And I thought I thought this was the vehicle to do that. So mm. when you left Isogenics, where did you go to? Like, why did you quit? And where did you go? Okay, so I, I finally quit because we were on a call with a coach that came into our, our group, which happens a lot made the statement, you guys need to stop um, going or reaching out to fat people. Okay. So we're basically a weight loss company, you know, the shakes, the cleanse, all of that. You need to go for the people like they own gyms. They're in shape. Look, the overweight people aren't really going to do anything. They're not motivated. And I was like, okay, then final straw for me because on one hand we're saying we're helping people but then you're totally excluding people that could need this product to get healthier or lose some weight and that I like I couldn't ignore it anymore this is about money it's about recruitment that's exactly what it's about so I thought it was that company so I'm like okay well there has to be another company out there so there was a guy that went over to world I think it was world ventures I've tried to block it out I'm so embarrassed that I ever joined it (laughs) (laughs) it was the that was supposed to be like a Fitbit deal um I was only in it like three months four months at max because got the thing I know how to check my heart rate it was crap it didn't work and so people were spending thousands and you know we're just being told push it push it they'll work later no okay well yeah this definitely is a company I want to be in because they're lying the product sucks and so I was on Facebook again and see this guy saying I have this coach she's awesome you know personal development marketing stuff him and this guy was with there so that's how it happened okay this looks great I see some I follow what was John Melton because I had uh, a lot of you know about attraction marketing his video talent I'm like oh if he is it must be awesome. <laughs> so 
I joined. Oh. I joined. So my the guy I joined with was John Melton was his direct upline. Okay. Oh, the Meltons. I just, you know, I was right there with you, girl. You know, I was doing <laughs> their video challenges and thinking it was the way to be able to get attention. And what was so sick about those video challenges, we'd all hop on and, you know, give each other love on the challenge. What the heck is that actually doing? It's yeah. not, you know, it's like, it wasn't really doing anything, but I believed it. I bought into the idea. So you were with Modare. How long were you with Modare? So let's see, I joined Modare like in the fall of 2017. I guess it was around October maybe. And I left and let's see, it would have been 2019. Okay. So, so it was like a year and a half or, you know, almost two years. So, and you started having success in Modare. Success. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I started really having more customers than I had ever, you know, experienced in Isogen. Um, and I, I hit platinum level in Modale. So you have like the bronze, gold, silver, platinum, all the wonderful things. So platinum is the highest uh, rank on their customer builder side. So with Modare, you have a customer pod and you have a business builder side. So you have two different ranks going. Wow. Okay. So you have your customers. So you get people sucked in to try the products. Where were you getting these customers from? It was mainly social media, but also just people that I knew. Um, I mean, I, I am a nurse and I think people trusted me just knowing me from before. And I've been on freaking Facebook doing Facebook lives. For so long. <laughs> they're, they're probably like, just stop. I'll just get something from you if you'll just stop. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was people that I worked with, friends that I knew. And, and you know, some people on social media um, that were to and so that, that's how it started. What I can say is, and I know I believe this would be the case for any company. I've been in several myself. Say, you know, okay, I just want to focus on customers and help them. But you see all this other stuff. Oh, these people are making money and you can do this. You're a rock star. You know, you're at platinum. Let's build it up, you know, carry it over to recruiting. Let's come on, you know bump you up because that's where the real money comes in so you can say customer all day long and you know it's just they're exposed to the business you put them in the business groups or that's how it used to be even if they're a customer so it's, you're doing everything you can to say or show them like see all these people having success that could be you you know you're already sharing this maybe with a couple of your friends so why not get paid for it? <sighs> <laughs> that just um it just gives me I don't know what shivers it's just like because it's just so typical for any company to say they all say the same stinking thing you know I mean honestly um so yeah. these customers so you get the customer and they're trying the product and you stick them in these business groups so that they're you know exposed you too can be making money so how much money were you making when it was just the customers 
really, I mean, I never, I, I rank advanced on the business side because I did recruit some people, but I never went above, it's called like senior consultant. So have consultant, senior consultant, director, and then you start moving up the chain. So I never really went too far into the recruitment. I, I, I pulled my records before I joined and I didn't have time to do that, but I made probably within a year, uh, it was less than 10,000. I'd say probably seven or 8,000 um, that I made. You know, the other thing that goes along with that is you hit a rank, but you start over at zero every month. Just because I hit platinum didn't mean I was getting platinum pay the whole entire time. Um, so that's something they don't tell you or they didn't tell me. What is platinum platinum? I can't even talk platinum pay. I want to say platinum play, but it is kind of play. Anyway, (laughs) um, what were you getting? Like what were you supposed to get as a platinum person with customers? Oh gosh. You have to have so many points like volume orders and a certain number of customers. So I could, let's say I could have 10,000 points in volume, but if I only had three customers or four, it doesn't count. So let's say you might have to have five customers with, I don't know, two or three, 4,000 business volume to actually hit the rank. And I, I mean, it's, it's been a while ago and I try to block it out, but it was really no more a month. It was less than a thousand dollars. Probably less, I would say than $600, six or $700. Um, and most people don't maintain. I didn't maintain that every month. And it took me, uh, let's see, at least probably months to hit platinum. And then the very next month, guess what? I wasn't platinum anymore. <laughs> it dropped. <laughs> and, you know, and that's the thing that's so frustrating is that there's so much um, hoopla put for like all these ranks and for achieving it. It's like, yeah, you get it once, but now you, you got to climb that hill again. It's like, you don't stay there. You just, it's ongoing work. Now, speaking of the ongoing work, how many hours were you spending a week on your side hustle? Oh God. It feels like I never had a a moment after my real job uh, to myself. I mean, really, I'd finish work five o'clock, have dinner. And then from seven until bedtime, I was working on the business. It was either personal development, joining team calls. Of course, I eventually jumped into other coaches like Rank Maker. So that was taking a lot of time really a lot of busy work. Who can I message? Uh, Modair is big on ATM as ad tag message. And I, that's something John and Nadia talk a lot about as a way of exposing what's ATM, people. What's ATM? Cause I mean, I've heard it too. Cause I remember when I followed them, like, but I don't remember what ATM stands for. It's ad. So you're adding a person to a group tag. You find a post that hits their pain point. You tag them in that message. You're going to send them a message in Facebook Messenger about your product, your opportunity. So you're doing that all day long. So really, the video challenge post, if anybody likes it, if anybody comments on it, that starts the process of ad tag message. Oh, that is- it, it was nonstop. 
nonstop work. It's, oh gosh, like I said, I mean, at least three or four hours in the evening, sometimes in the morning before work, I found that I wasn't really even focusing as much on my real job that was paying my bills. <laughs> now that I look back on it, I was like, how could I ever have gotten, you know, into this? But um, it takes up a lot of time. I didn't spend time with my family. I started looking at my husband as he's not motivated. He doesn't support me. Started even looking at him in a different way. So it's a miracle we're still together. Um, it, it takes up every moment. You really are sucked into it. And like, I can, I can do this if I just put in the work. You don't have downtime. Everything is about business. Even if you go on vacation. Oh, let me take a picture of the show. I'm, I'm working on the beach, y'all. No. It's, it's insane. Insane. And you know, in the real world, nobody gives a flip if you are working on the beach or where you are. Nobody's (laughs) impressed, you know, (laughs) but in the world of multi-level marketing, that's like, because I can remember when I'd go get like a mani and a petty and I'd take a picture because I'd be doing it, you know, it's like some weird hour of the day, let's say 11 in the morning. And it's like, basically, wouldn't you like to have this kind of freedom? I mean, who cares? (laughs) it's not that important it's not that deep girl but I believed and you believed and um that's the thing now speaking of the Meltons because you know I've done some videos on them and having been in their video challenges myself they just they feel very plastic and like a lot of show so can you can you Talk a bit about your experience with them since you were basically on John's downline, even though you weren't under him directly. Right. Really, the way that you see them in their videos, uh, promoting uh, like the video challenge, they they have a free group. I even joined their paid group, which is another thing that kills me about this whole thing. Like, if you're in a company, shouldn't you get all that for free? You shouldn't have to pay for it. But I did. But it really kind of the same message, just like one million at that. You know, it's like hustle, hustle, hustle. If you have to get up at four in the morning, if you have to stay up, you know, 12 at night, you know, you do what you got to do. It's, it's all up to you. Just constant push, push, push. Um, you know, the same thing. You know, everybody needs to be doing videos, uh, posting, you know, this many times a day just non-stop. Now I can say that my upline that I joined with his own coaching business, uh, he and his wife. So they weren't extremely uh, involved or engaged with Modair. What they would do is get people in from social media, get them to join Modair and then push their coaching stuff. That's how they made their money. So yes, a lot of that goes on. So at a point I did start having, you know, conversations with John because I'm like, I'm I'm hanging out here by myself. And so I would be connected with another top leader, you know, okay, go into this group. So you you constantly feel like you're searching for that person that can finally like, okay, this is what I've been looking for. This is the miracle, you know, um, there's so many people in that group and so many people on his team. I mean, (laughs) 
it's it's just really similar to their to their group. That's what I would say. They're and they're doing videos, messages. I I don't know if the man sleep really. Um, personally, I never had any negative interaction with him until I left, oh, and yeah. then and then I, I got some messages um, from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were less than kind. Yeah, and you know a lot of it was bashing the person that I went with because the person I left um, to join, she used to be one of the top leaders in Modere. She left. Oh. And so when I left Modere and went there, then, which now I mean, some of what he said was true. I didn't know it at the time, but it's just a lot of that. Like you're just X'd out. How could you, what are you doing you know, you have all the support, that kind of thing. You get that everywhere. Yeah. The, the guilt trip, you know? Yeah. Which really yeah. It, it's impacting their bottom line. You know, that's. It does. Now, if you're somebody that didn't make a dime, uh, whatever, you know, buy, but the higher you get, the more money you make, they care. Yeah, um, that's where you see lawsuits start coming in. Now I wasn't at that level, but yeah, they they want to shut people down for sure. Oh yeah, I've come. Have you seen my videos where I've covered? You know, like what lawsuits have gone on, and what's so interesting about the Meltons is that they were in Vima, and you know, which was found to be a pyramid scheme. It's like. You know, when you start being associated with something that's already been shut down, that should give you pause. But these people go from one opportunity, and I use that word loosely, to another, especially if they start seeing a decline in something, then they move over to something else and they just, you know, bring their team with them. And there's backdoor deals going on to get other people to come with them as well. It's like, I just, it's all just so... um deceitful because none of it is real but yet they put it out there that anyone can do it anyone can right and I had no idea about those those deals but what I started to see you know every company is a little bit different but with Modare at least when I was there when somebody joined your team they're kind of hanging out here and they're not placed on a leg or under someone for a certain amount of time so you can move them. Okay, let's say you join my team. You think you're joining a huge, you know, producing team and you're joining with a leader. I can move you under someone for my benefit because I need volume there. But you're on this leg that nothing is happening. There's really, it, it take like an act of God for you to ever do anything. You don't know this stuff. They're, it's like pawns. You're just moving people around and placing them where you need them so that you can rank advance and get higher. A lot of that goes on. Yeah. So and people, yeah. So I come on and it's like, and I have no idea that I'm on a dead leg, so to speak, nor do I know if anybody is going to be placed underneath me, which would help my volume. And like, maybe there's not going to be, because it's like, it doesn't really matter. You're just stuck because I just happen to, you have to need volume there. But then yep. someone else comes along and they get placed somewhere, depending on where they're placed. And that's a helpful position. And then they're able to start having success. Yes. And so they'll do challenges. So the first, you know, five or the top five people that 
um, enroll someone or sell something will place somebody under you, but they do it strategically. So if I have three people that did that, but I see this person needs volume, if it looks like, oh, this might be a winner, this might be do something, I'm going to put them under her. It's so shady, disgusting, unfair, whatever kind of word you can think of that goes on. Yeah. You're just, it's, it's not a person. How can this person serve me? Yeah. Well, really? Now, what's interesting also about like the Meltons and stuff, because again, come back to them with their whole Modera thing is, you know, I was in Rank Makers also with Ray Higdon. And so you'd see the Meltons, you know, in their group. And it's like, you know, vice versa. It's like they, they feed off of each other, which they're basically, in my opinion, they're just serving up fodder for the other person to consume because it goes back to like what you were saying. You're looking for that oh, maybe this thing will work for me. So if you're not having success through the Melton coaching program, it's like, but maybe Higdon's is going to work. He sounds really good. So you buy from that person. Is that kind of what you experienced as well? It happens all the time. So Ray Higdon would come into our team group. Um, and of course, the end is the pitch. You know, I have rank makers. It's only $20 a month. Or I have this upcoming, you know, class. Well, everybody's like, okay, well, this is the thing. You know, this is, he's going to give me something that's going to help. But then, you know, you'll have John and Nadia or whatever leader being interviewed by Ray and rank makers or on his page. And so that gives them exposure to pull people into their business. So it, it is, it's just, they feed off of one another and it happens everywhere. Um, the one thing that I never really understood because so Ray Higdon was in, you know, MLM, Fraser Brooks, they gave up their spots, right? So John and Nadia, our coaches are still in MLM. And I know there's a line there where that could be a problem. I mean, you're exposed to a lot of people in MLM and you have your own business. So it's, I always wondered how they did it. Well, it's uh, interesting because they're also selling their paid group to members of Modare, which goes against like, what, when, especially like with the Amway ruling and stuff, it's like the tool scam and all of that. It's like, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be making your people pay for this stuff, you know, in right. body. There were, and I don't, maybe I don't know of all the groups, there was no leader that was offering, you know, courses or anything for you to take as a beach body coach from that person. As a matter of fact, there was somebody who was hooked up with this kind of law of attraction, spiritual kind of, you know, money manifestation gal that I just thought was the bee's knees <laughs> at the time. And I still look at her and she's precious as can be, but I'm like, oh, but you're shady as all get out. But this um, Beachbody coach that teamed up with her, she could not sell her course to Beachbody coaches. That's like, was all in the writing thing. But you know, you know, there were some Beachbody coaches that like, I'm just not going to say that I'm a Beachbody coach because they wanted to get in and get it. It's just kind of, right. it's shady, you know? Right. I mean, because I still have a membership for one of their things. It isn't, now, I, I guess maybe they're really careful about not pushing that. Like everybody knows they have it, but not 
maybe promoting that as much within the team group. I don't know. But I mean, hey, if you're like, gosh, they're the best, like top leaders, of course, I want to buy stuff from them. But I'll tell anybody that's watching, if you're still in it, every single coach says the same exact thing. And most of it doesn't even come from them. They've taken it from other sources, business sources. I mean, the truth of the matter is you have to have a huge following. You have to, you have to recruit those people you recruit, unless they have a huge following, it's not going to happen. That's, yeah. that's it. I mean, that's, that's it. There's no secret to this. You need a big network of people who will say yes. Mm-hmm. And then the people you bring on need big networks. You know, it's like right. that, that's really the bottom line of how it goes. But you know, and, until you start really, again, peeling back those layers of the onion when you're on the other side, because you're not going to peel back those layers when you're all in it, because you believe as long as I do the work and I don't stop, I keep going and I follow you know, whatever plan is laid out for you and do the things, success will come. I just recently saw, and you probably have heard this expression, and when I saw it, I wanted to reach the screen and grab the person and just choke the life out of them. And the title of the video was success leaves clues. And I yes. about came undone. You know, it's like, cause I believed that at one time, you know, and I did too. Yes. And that the five people you surround yourself, like the average of the five people. <laughs> um, it, it's, like I said, just looking back on it, um, for me, it is a cult. It, it was a cult. It'll always be a cult. It's been almost a year since I quit, and I'm still working it because it, it takes away, like, when you really feel like that's your purpose, that you're really helping people, you've had this whole thing in your mind, and all of that's gone. Like, you finally see, like, these people are lying. This whole thing is a scam. A lot of people are hurt. They don't care. It's, uh, it's bad. And you know, that's the thing is like when I, when I do the research and I may have said this in some of my videos, I don't know if I have, but I've talked to people about it is that I want to like these people. You know, I don't want to like just immediately like hate them and trash them. Cause I'm, I don't want to trash someone as a human being, but it's like the actions of what they're doing. And it's like, you know that they are deceiving so many people, but they come across as charismatic, caring and like, you know, someone you could just like go to coffee with and hang out with. And I'm like thinking, you know what? They're probably nothing really like that. That's all a mask. It's all a charade to get people to believe. Yeah. And it, it is hard to know, but you know, I think once you get to a certain level, like we talked about, you have to know what you're doing. There's no way around it. Um, and it's, I don't know, I, I guess, you know, some people are just like, well, screw it. I mean, I, I love the money. I want the money and, you know, okay. Bottom line, if they, if they really believe in the industry and they're not trying to scam anybody and they want to be honest, say up front, this percent of people will make it. If you don't want to join, you still want to try, fine. Why, why don't they do that? Yeah. Because they know. I mean, it, that's never discussed. I never looked at an income disclosure statement until I left my last company. Now, your last company was My Daily Choice, or, you know, 
hemp works, which um, the person I signed up underneath under Beachbody, she left and she went to direct sellers. She left direct sellers, which I don't think is an MLM anymore. And she went to my daily choice as well. I don't know if she's still with them or not, but you know, she, you know, she hopped and a lot of people hop, which, you know, I find that very interesting because I remember one of the things that I was told when I was in MLM, it's just something about, and I may have the words wrong, how you, you lose your credibility by moving to different companies and, you know, less people will follow you or something. And I don't know how true that is, but I do know people move because they're making less money and they see another business again, I use the word loosely, as a vehicle for them to pump up their bank account again. So oh, yeah, tell me a bit about your My Daily Choice experience. And did you, you know, did you get up in there? You know, what happened? And then what was, when did the penny drop? And you're like, you know, F this. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> your piece out. So like I said, one of, Several of the top leaders left uh, Modair, and you, you don't know this, really, unless you're on their team, because they keep it very isolated. Each top leader group and team, so you can only go into their Facebook group. So if a top leader leaves, you don't know it unless somebody tells you. So I saw when this other person had lunch, she was one of the top leaders, you know, really energetic, uh, seemed to be fun. It seemed like her team was exploding, you know, in Modair. And I'm like, God, why would she leave, you know? So I started, you know, following her and stalking, I guess. Um, reached out and joined. So, yeah, this person left because of the money. There was a, a change in the compensation plan at Modair. That's when several of the top people left. That's what they do. It's a business to them money. So I went like, this is cool. You know, it's going to be awesome because she's so engaged with the team and I'm going to just have, I'm going to be a millionaire. I just know it. you know. Um, and it did go pretty fast when I first joined because at CBD at the time it was hot, like a hot item. Why, you know, I thought, okay, you can go anywhere really and buy it. I mean, you know, they're good CBD, bad CBD. But I had a lot of success. Like the first week I made $700. And I'm like, wow, this, yeah, this is awesome. Um, lots of people wanting to join, I think, because they saw like the momentum at that time. And so I did go pretty quickly. Now I can say I only hit 5K. Like that's the first recognized real rank. But um to hit 5K, you're in less than 1%, according to the income disclosure statement. That will do that. So what was your the money that you were making when you were with My Daily Choice? Um, My Daily Choice, I mean, that's that's probably the most money that I did make. Um, gosh, in, in one month, though, still, I'd say it was less than 1500 2000 I mean, and that wasn't every month, though. Right, right. One month would be huge. And then the next month, nothing. You know? Plus, you could buy, which I've, I've never seen this before. If you wanted to get, like, the maximum uh, commission, could really buy your way into the executive pack. So I pay more money a month 
and I'm getting all these products I sell, I can get more of a commission if I do sell something. So you can buy your way into that. <laughs> the possibility of getting more commission. Oh, that's just, that's just slimy. You know, <laughs> That's just really bad. Yeah. And so of course you want people to buy the executive pack. That's what, what was pushed to me because you're going to get, you know, this percentage of commission and you want to be able to tell people you bring in that that's what you got started on. And I, I didn't do it in the beginning, but I, I, I admit I did. I paid the money so that I could get potentially more commission later. So you're buying these products. There's no way you're going to be able to use it all. Um, <laughs> not, like who needs CBD? You know, who needs cream? I've got all this stuff here. Um, and it really what made me finally realize like, yeah, I've got to get out. My sister and a really good friend that I met on Facebook, we were in a lot of coaching groups together, joined my team. And so you're told that if people don't have success, it's their fault. They're not doing the work. They don't have a big enough why, all that crap. And I believed it because finally I was making some money. I mean, not six figures, but I was making the money. So I watched them for a year work like I'd never seen anybody work just so hard messaging people, you know, doing all the things that you're supposed to do, but no results. So I'm thinking, okay, say if you do all this, if you're coachable, you'll have success. I'm like, I, I found myself on Zoom calls, like these team calls in my mind going, that's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. That's not true. Um, so I was having a battle in my mind because what they do, you go to so many events. I want a trip to Disney with Fraser Brooks. Um, <laughs> you're just, you're so into it. Yeah. You don't have time to think about what's going on. I even pulled him to the side. Now this is Fraser Brooks. And I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to ask okay, I've got this person. She's on my team. She's doing this, this, this. Why is she not having success? And he said, well, most people aren't doing what they say they're doing. No, she is. I know for a fact. Okay, then, well, then you need to see what kind of messages she's sending. Okay, well, I know what they are because they're your script or the Ray Higgins script. Right, right. You know, she was in both groups. So nobody could tell me. And I even asked my upline and she's like, she's big on this whole Christianity kick. And I'm sorry, I'm not saying anything about any of that. She was like the furthest thing away from that, that I'd ever seen and how she acted. It's the devil trying to convince you that you're not good enough, you know, to do this. I know this might sound crazy to people that are listening. Like, how could you be so, you know, how could you fall for this kind of stuff? It's a cult. That's how. Um, and so I started having these thoughts. I even taught, you know, to my sister and, and, and my friend, like, I, I can't do this anymore. It doesn't feel right. Um, when the pandemic started, I actually had time to actually think for myself for once. And I think that was a huge thing. The other thing is they were pushing the business on people that had lost their jobs. That made me really angry. A lot of people were struggling. I couldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. 
And so I started, you know, I wasn't included in stuff. Like it was obvious I was kind of back and out a little bit. Um, and it just started feeling more disgusting, you know, by the day. So I'm like, that's it. You know, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Well, can I have your uh, team and put it under this person? And I said, no, <laughs> no, not doing that. Not going to give you the satisfaction of that. Uh, you can sell your team to people. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. I, I didn't do that either. Um, after I did a Facebook Live, just to go in and talk about, you know, I'm, I'm out of MLM. Um, because I had started doing research. I found you. I found other people. I'm like, there's no going back from this. I mean, hours. I was watching videos, doing research, bought uh, Robert Fitzpatrick's book, the whole nine yards. And when I did my Facebook Live, just to say, I'm leaving and this is why. My upline joined that, just completely bashed me. Um, that thing went viral. So it was good. It was traumatizing for me, but people were able to see what really happens. If you, if you quit, okay, but if you say anything, this is what's going to happen. So I got threatened with a couple of lawsuits. Um, the company reached out to me, like, better not do any more videos, better not say anything about this. And um, it, it did, it scared me. Like, I don't, who am I to fight, you know, these people? Um, the person that really helped me see the truth, of what it is, is still in the business. And that hurts. I, I brought people in and they're still there. Some people did leave uh, when I left. But it, it, it hurts and it, it shows the damage that's being done and people don't realize it. Not everybody in it, they're not bad people. They're brainwashed. I mean, in my opinion, there are some top leaders that, yeah, I'd love to bash them because they deserve it. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, but that's one reason why I was drawn to you because you do it from an educational standpoint. And I already felt bad enough about myself and guilty. I didn't want somebody like slamming, you know, Oh, look how crazy these ones are, you know, that helped me like here's the here's the education here's the real deal now you take it if you decide you still want to stay in it fine so from my perspective i, I like to approach it in that way because if, if you just go at it as pyramid scheme they tell you day one people are going to tell you that so it it doesn't really help in the beginning yeah i've i've said for a long time and i'm sure you've seen in my videos because like you you know I wouldn't consider you like a scammer because, you know, clickbaity, like, look at this scammer. And it's like, no, people like Fraser Book, Brooks, Ray Higdon, the Meltons. I mean, when they get way up there, those are the people who are the real scammers because they're doing it knowingly and they're making money off of all of these people who are making nothing and are just holding on to the belief for as long as possible. And that's the real problem is that all of those people, and then it goes back to what we know we were talking about earlier, they all feed off of each other as well. And it's like, because, you know, they all have basically the same audience, even though there may be nuances, but in terms of like all of these people who are 
they're looking for the answer. They're looking for someone that can show them the light that can teach them that they can somehow, they're going to make it work. Oh, I found this person. Oh, Cause I can remember, you know, bouncing from, you know, coach to coach to coach thing, thinking that that, and like you said, they are all saying the same things. They say it slightly differently. They have a slightly different personality, but they all, they all are using that same, you know, playbook in terms of like, you help me, I help you. And, you know, what's not, and I think they're just saying this in their mind is like, well, the people that aren't getting anything from me now, cause they've been trying, you know, but they'll pay you for it. And it's like a vice versa sort of a thing, which is just, I just say it's all incestuous. Cause all of these very top people, it's like, it's, it's, you're all as part of the same pod. Yeah. The, the coaches to me are almost as bad or if not the worst, um, the top leaders who, you know, people treat like they're God. Yeah. I mean, I, in rank makers, it's like every, it would go around. What would Ray do? You know, would Ray say, I mean, you, they're just like on this pedestal and, uh, it, it's disgusting. They know exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. How can they not, you know, I mean, they'd have to be blooming idiots and they're not idiots. They're just people who are willing to drop their morals, drop their ethics in order to make a buck and what serves them. They're not there to serve you. They're only there to serve their own wallet. Right. Right. It makes me so mad. It just makes me so mad, but I'm so very glad that you got out and it hurts my heart hearing how you still know people who are involved because I know that I know that pain that is there from it because they're being further damaged and you know you you've been able to step away and you know that they're still in that vortex of law of attraction bs and you know fake it till you make it all you know all the cliches yeah and somebody that you know you think that they're your friend and I mean okay I, I make money but these people aren't and I can see that they're the ones actually not even making anything and are still in it it hurts like and I'm per- I don't like a lot I don't like confrontation I try to be the peacemaker and I just sat back for as long as I could and you can't force anybody to see the truth it something and has eventually happened to be that trigger like it was for me if that had not happened, I don't know. I'd still be there, maybe thinking that, you know, this is going to be the thing. And I'm not the person that needs a mansion. Would I love to, you know, be able to go on vacation anytime? Yeah, that's that's nice. Me. But I mean, I was so convinced even that my job, you know, corporate nurse job, pays good money, was holding me back. They're, they call it the golden handcuffs. Oh. And so... Like, I just can't even believe that I just lost focus on that, even. That's paying my bills. I didn't watch TV because it's not a money-making um, activity. Um, using my grandson for a prop, you know, for a picture or a video is so disgusting. But I didn't think that it was at the time. Right. Right. You know? Um so it's like, I just kind of went, I mean, you're blocked out of everything. Once you finally leave, then you're questioning your own judgment and who am I kind of a deal. And I, I did start a YouTube channel. I just have one video out there and it, I was nervous, but I just keep feeling like I did this for over six years. 
if I don't say something, if you don't say something, people aren't going to know what the real deal is. Um, and that's why it's so important for people to speak out and, you know, tell their stories, you know, whether it's to me or to someone else or make your own videos. I mean, it's just important because this is the reality. It's, you know, all the glitz and glamour and, you know, all of that. That's not what most people are experiencing. They think they're going to get there. But like we've already discussed, I mean, I, income disclosure statement and all um, no, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're not given, um, you're not given the reality up front and it's only, you know, you see it only if you stumble across it, because I know people who've been at it in different companies for 20, 30 years. They're, they're not, you know, mm-hmm. making really anything it's, but yet they're still, they're still hustling as if that's going to somehow. And I think how much time are you actually losing in your life? chasing that dream you're losing it all it's a 24 7 hustle mentality Um, I would be stressed because I'm trying to think of Facebook live topics you know a kid crying in the background just constantly you know edge I gotta do this I haven't posted oh god it's just it never ends and you don't know the real truth of it um uh, really, if they took the whole law of attraction, all that crap out of it, I don't know that anybody would stay longer than a week or so. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is not working. Um, but they they put that into you pretty fast. Oh, that's so that you believe that personal development and you know the think and grow rich BS. I mean, all oh, I have yeah, I have the books. Going to the conferences, Bob Proctor. I was I got way into him. He came to our. A huge conference at My Daily Choice, uh, Les Brown. They're like, oh God, yeah. I mean, if they like these people, like this is the company. And they're even telling you, like Bob Proctor, this is the company. You know, your leaders are, you know, the, the people that you need to be with. And uh Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of criminals, in my opinion, just saying, you know, I just think they're a bunch of criminals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are. You know they what are. they're doing. And they're just deceiving them. Well, they're deceiving themselves and the world. I mean, maybe they know like, oh, I'm just a big old scumbag. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they think they actually are, you know, fabulous people. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. in my book, they're, they're not. I, I think it's like, you know, waking up and being able to see this for like, oh, it's really, it's not all glitter is gold. It's actually very tarnished and just really again slimy scummy yeah I just there's just so many words that could be used to bad words just to describe it (laughs) I'm not going to be like oh yay for MLM no because there's just there's way too many people that are being harmed by it um so now that you're out and you're still a nurse and everything what is the difference how does how does your life feel different now that you're on the other side oh god it's just it's so different um I can actually sit on the couch with my husband and watch Netflix. I binged on Netflix <laughs> for months because that was just something that was in my mind. Like, I can't do that. That's, that's not good. You know, losers do that. That kind of, I mean, it's just crazy thinking. But um, we go, if we go on vacation, I don't have my phone. We're actually having a vacation and I'm not having to worry about a photo op or, 
you know, I need to do this live. I focused on my work. I've been promoted. Um, like everything just falling into place. I've paid off all my credit cards, like after I left MLM, <laughs> you know, um, it's, I, I love my life. I, I don't need anything else. I have my family, lots of quality time. I finally over the point that I need to post on Facebook, you know, a lot and the algorithm, like I'm finally out of that mindset. I'm happy. I'm happy. I mean, it does make me sad to see other people are just, you know, it used to tell my husband that you're just constantly trying to friend everybody and see how many friends you can get. Now I'm unfriending people. <laughs> like why the hell would I ever add these people that I don't know who they are? So it's just a total mindset shift of what's really important, not blaming myself because, you know, I'm not doing enough. I will say if, if, if somebody is, you know, thinking about leaving or they've just recently left what I went through, you're so used to 24 seven grind. I was for six years. You don't know what to do with yourself. I considered being a coach, like a, <laughs> mindset coach maybe a nutrition coach oh wait I'm a nurse I could go into nurse consulting like you're just so into that you feel like you have to keep doing that like what one of my fears was what am I going to do if I'm not doing this because I had had you know depression in the past before I joined MLM and I'd come out of it so my thought was, if I have too much time am I going to go back you know, to not being happy, to feeling like I don't have a purpose. And I, I did go through some of that when I left, but I, I'm happy to say I'm, I'm on the other side, you know, still some things trigger me and piss me off. And that's why I'm not going to give up on it because <laughs> people need to know. Um, but everything, everything's turned, turned around a thousand percent. Don't have really communication with any of these people. Um, they, they made sure of that. And I'm perfectly fine with that. They're not your friends. Yeah. They're not true friends. And, and you will find that out if you leave or if you're not bringing the money. You know, I think the favorite thing that you said is how you binged with Netflix, <laughs> you know, because you're told like, oh yeah, you know, don't, don't waste time with all of that. And, you know, sometimes there's just no better feeling than it's like, you know, you find a show and it's like, oh, this is so good. And you just, you know, and it's just, it's fun. It's, you know, there's nothing wrong with watching movies, watching shows, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. Do what you want to do to make you feel good, you know, in your spare time. Your spare time should not be filled with, I got to come up with a Facebook live topic. Oh my gosh, you got to message all these people, you know, all of that is detracting from your life and not really adding to it. But you think as long as I keep doing this, that it's going to pay off. Mm -hmm. and, and your payoff is after you've left, you now feel free and you can enjoy your life. And you know what I loved also that you said, cause you're like, Oh, I don't need a mansion. I mean, who really needs all those things that they show you? I mean, I, I, that's not happiness and having it, everything being very showy and showing the cash and the designer, this and that most of that, I don't give a flip about, I just want to have, you know, my family, my house and do my thing. And that feeds my soul. And it sounds like that's what it does for you too, is just, you know, being happy with, 
your surroundings with what you have. You don't have to keep on reaching for this whatever, you know, that is like to push, push, push that hustle culture type thing. Right. Sometimes just slowing down and enjoying the moment is more important than anything. Yeah. Cause you, you really are missing out. And it, it really upset me to think of the time that I wasted away from my family. And even some of the thoughts, like I said, I had about my husband or friends, like they're just not motivated. They just don't get it. You know, that kind of thing. And I, and I'll tell you quite a few of the people that are in the industry, at least that I know, they already had nice homes. Maybe it could be their husbands or they were making already 200, 250 a year, maybe more. They already had the pools and the handbags and the, so you can just incorporate that. Right. So now you're in MLM and look, I have, this nice house. Nobody really knows the background or you're going into debt trying to look like you have these things when you don't. Um, and even if you do make money, I mean, I did make money, but I spent thousands, thousands on coaches going to events because if you don't go to an event, you're not serious about your business. You know, the flights, the product, I mean, it's Yeah. It's a long list. So if there's a message that you could give to someone who is one considering joining MLM, someone who is on the cusp of like, maybe I should get out and someone who has recently left, what is a message that you would like for them to hear from you? I think that the biggest thing, if you're considering it, do your research. Actually, somebody messaged me. I don't know who this person is, but they saw my video. And they're in Modare using Modare products and wanted to just do the customer thing because they didn't want to recruit. So I said, you know, here's the thing. You reset every month. Start asking yourself why. Why would you want to go into MLM? If you need extra money, you're, you'll be making less than minimum wage, like pennies maybe, <laughs> with the time that you're investing into that. So look at the income disclosure statement, really think about why you're looking to do something else. You may have other talents or things that you could do to make way more money and less amount of time than you would with an MLM. Um, if you're in it and you're considering leaving, same thing, do your due diligence and look at both parts because when you're an MLM, you're just fed all this information about the industry and that aren't true you're not told the truth so what I did look at your own resource get on Instagram a podcast and then make a decision okay if you feel like yeah I still want to do it okay that's fine but at least do your research um, I trusted way too much of what other people told me and didn't look I didn't look. I, I researched ingredients on products as a nurse. That's important. No idea about what I was getting involved in. So, and, and don't, it's easy to say, don't blame yourself. Don't feel guilty because you will. We, we all feel that way, but to know that you're not alone. Cause I felt totally isolated from all this love bombing. You're awesome. You're the best to no communication. Um, and just finding other people that have been through similar things, it really helped me a lot. And it, it's a process. It, you know, if you, if you have a therapist, unfortunately, a lot of them aren't 
well-versed in this, hopefully more will be going forward um, to talk through what you're feeling because it, it's devastating. It was to me. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a really good message is that even if um, therapists aren't really educated in the world of MLM, if more people start talking about the feelings that they're having, you know, if, of the aftermath, maybe that will be something to get them to look into it or, you know, like, because I really do feel like our mental health system needs to have something for people who are more victimized by this, you know, industry. Oh yeah. I mean, I, and I had a therapist. So another thing, and I, I don't want to take up a lot of your time, but I had a health condition and I think a lot of that was brought on stress, the stress of trying to rank up the stress. Oh, I'm 200 points away from platinum. I'm just like never ending. So I got a therapist. I was having some difficulty just, you know, coping with that. And I brought up the fact like, Hey, this is a huge deal for me. She had no idea what MLM was. So I've used that as an opportunity to try to educate her in case somebody else comes along, but it really is very similar to a cult. I mean, like it is, um, and, and trying to pull yourself back from like who I really am, right? who I was before this indoctrination that's that's what it is um so hopefully hopefully more people will you know be there and i think with people sharing their story that that will help a lot i hope yeah me too and i agree well i want to say thank you so very much for your time and i really appreciate everything that you shared and you know maybe you can come back some other time there's because there's plenty we can get in i mean just the personal development in and of itself like we can probably uh, do like our top 10 like books that we want to burn you know or something i have them behind me <laughs> lots of them yes well, mine, mine are packed away right now but you know I, I haven't gotten rid of them there's a lot of stuff i have not gotten rid of because i'm like this can be some content this might be useful so that's why i hold on to it is how can i use this as a tool to teach others so but again well that and I have a lot of notebooks oh. so when I won when I won my Disney trip all the notes from Frasier all the notes from the train I, I have them because I thought you know all you'd have to do is summarize like this is this is what it is people this is what you're gonna get if you yeah. know so yeah we'll have to do that sometime. yeah that sounds good okay well thank you so very much thank you I think it is utterly amazing, frustrating, and insightful that although Connie was in the 1%, she was not making all that much money, which I think really highlights that within the top 1%, there is only a tiny sliver who are making the big bucks. I am so very glad that Connie made the decision to leave MLM and is working on healing from the experience. Anyone ever involved in an MLM has scars. Those scars run deep and are very long. What did you find most eye-opening about Connie's experience? If you are thinking your MLM is different, I wish I could share your optimism. Alas, I have examined far too many of these companies and the pattern is clear to me. Very few will make money and those who do have to be willing to leave their ethics and morals behind. Thank you so very much for your time and remember you're beautiful and I love you.